Welcome to Mount Olive First Pentecostal Holiness Church. Thank you for connecting with us. In just a moment, Pastor Jeff will be sharing an uplifting and encouraging message that we pray will inspire you in your walk with God. Our desire at MOF PHC is for you and your family to find hope in Jesus Christ so that he will transform your life. Thanks again for connecting with us. Please contact us if we can help you discover God's purpose for your life. Enjoy the message. Can we say thank God? Can we say thank God for all the ones that have gave their life for all of us for the freedoms that we have today? I just want to take a few minutes this morning to talk to you on this Memorial Day Sunday and remind you that Memorial Day is about remembering. May we remember our fallen heroes. May we remember our great military. May we remember our country. And most of all, may we remember God. May we remember God. That's the title of my message today on this Sunday is Remember God. Evidently, as we go through life, we have problems remembering. I know I do. I'm sure all of us can relate to times where we just could not remember. I couldn't remember where I left my keys. Uh, I couldn't remember where I left my phone. Um, I couldn't remember where I left my glasses. Uh, I know all of us have uh, times in our life where we have a hard time remembering. I, I remember growing up that uh, sometimes we could get our granny so mad, she would begin to call our names, and she couldn't remember our names. And, and she would just start calling us all these names uh, that weren't even our names. Then she would finally say, well, don't even worry. You know who you are. And so sometimes we just have a hard time remembering, and that can be a problem for us. But I'll tell you the greatest thing uh, the greatest problem for us is when we fail to remember God, when we fail to remember God. And I want to talk to you this morning out of a passage found in the Old Testament uh, in Deuteronomy chapter 8. If you have your Bibles, you can open uh, to Deuteronomy chapter 8 right now. And I just want to share with you a, a, a story here that is really encouraging all of us to remember God, to remember God when we're going through transition in our life, to remember God when we're going into different seasons in our life. And all of us are facing those things right now as we prepare to relaunch. Some of you are relaunching back to work, and, and we're about to relaunch back here in church uh, prayerfully and willfully as God leads us next Sunday, we'll be back. You'll hear more about that. But we're in this transition season, and all of us are in these different seasons in our life. And there's a powerful word here that will encourage all of us today. We find ourselves here in Deuteronomy chapter 8, and Moses, this great leader of God's people, he's speaking to the people of God, and, and they're camped there near the Jordan River, and they look right across the Jordan River, and they can see Jericho, that fortified city that surrounded and it's part of that promised land that God has assured them of. And, and God's people, they've been wandering for 40 years in the wilderness, just wandering around for 40 years. And now they're right on the verge of leaving the wilderness and transitioning or relaunching into this promised land. And as they prepare to transition into this promised land, Moses stands up. And he gives this powerful message. He preaches this powerful message to God's people. And he warns them. Moses warns God's people that when they enter into this new season in their life, when they go into this promised land, that the one thing they need to do and remember is remember God. 
Above all, whatever you experience in this new season in your life, no matter how prosper it is, no matter how many blessings it brings in your life, the one thing that you need to remember is you need to remember God. So we see this here, and I just want to read this. It's really Moses' sermon to God's people, and I want to read it to you and then just uh, for the next few minutes share with you some powerful truth that we can apply to our life in this new season that we're about to go in, this relaunch. So in Deuteronomy chapter 8, Moses is preaching, and he says, Be careful to follow every command I'm giving you today so that you may live and increase and may enter and possess the land that the Lord promised on oath to your forefathers. Listen to verse 2. Remember, this is Moses, he says, Remember how the Lord your God led you all the way in the desert uh, these 40 years to humble you and to test you in order to know what is in your heart, whether or not you would keep his commands. He humbled you, causing you to hunger and then feeding you with manna, which neither you nor your fa- fathers had known, to teach you that man does not live on bread alone. Have you ever heard those before? Jesus spoke those words, that man does not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of the Lord. Moses went on to say, your clothes that you were wearing, they didn't wear out, and your feet did not swell during these 40 years. Know then in your heart that, that as a man disciplines his son, so the Lord your God disciplines you. Observe the commands of the Lord your God, walking in his ways and reverend him. For the Lord your God is bringing you into a good land, a land with streams and pools of water, with springs flowing in valleys and hills. A land with wheat and barley, vines and fig trees, pomegranates, olive oil and honey. A land where bread will not be scarce and you will lack nothing. A land where the rocks are iron and you can dig copper out of the hills. When you've eaten and are satisfied, praise the Lord your God for the good land that he's given you. Here he goes again. Listen to what Moses says in verse 11. Be careful though. Be careful that you do not forget the Lord your God and failing to observe his commands, his laws, his decrees that I'm giving you this day. Otherwise, when you eat and are satisfied, when you build fine houses and are settled down, and when your herds and flocks grow large and silver and gold increase, and all you have is multiplied, then in your heart, here's what happens if you forget God, then in your heart you will become proud and you will forget the Lord your God who brought you out of Egypt and out of the land of slavery. I'm almost there. He led you through the vast and dreadful desert, that thirsty and wasteless, that waterless land with its venomous snakes and scorpions. He brought you water out of hard rock. He gave you manna to eat in the desert, something your fathers had never known, to humble and test you so that in the end it might go well with you. You may say to yourself, my power and the strength of my hands have produced this wealth for me. But here we go. But remember the Lord your God For it is he who gives you the ability to produce wealth and so confirms his covenant which he swore to your forefathers as it is today. If you ever forget the Lord, Moses said, listen to this, your God and and follow at the other gods and worship and bow down to these gods, I testify against you today that you will surely be destroyed if you forget the Lord. Like the nations the Lord destroyed before you, so you will be destroyed for not obeying the Lord your God. That is a powerful message 
for all of us today that we can apply to our life as we begin to transition and relaunch back into normal life again in different seasons. And, and, and Moses is here and he's encouraging God's people, never forget the Lord, remember God. If Moses could have titled his message, he could have said, remember God. And listen, friend, Moses is here and he's given a history lesson. And it's a lesson that teaches us a, a lot of things. But the one thing, the one truth that you need to get out of these passages is that Moses was teaching God's people not to forget, all, not to forget who God is, but don't forget what he's done for you. Don't forget what God's done for you. Moses had a great concern that those people were going to forget God. And listen, if we would be honest this morning, we can all be guilty of forgetting God at times in our life. We can, be, we, can, we can forget the blessings and we forget who God is if we're not careful. And Moses said to God's people, listen, he said, your greatest threat as you look <clears throat> across this river here and you look to this fortified city, Moses was saying that your greatest threat is not the enemies in the promised land. He said the greatest threat is you not remembering God. It's not the enemies in front of you. That's not the biggest threat in your life. The biggest threat is if you forget who God is and what he's done in your life, then you have problems. You see, friend, listen to me. Our greatest threat this morning is not a virus. Our greatest threat this morning is not some pandemic. Our greatest threat this morning is not an economic collapse. Our greatest threat is not the government or socialism or Marxism. Our greatest threat is if we forget who God is and what he's done in our life. And we need to remember God. And evidently, through this passage here, and you can really read all the way through the Bible in the New Testament, that God's people have the potential to forget God. Have you ever noticed how we have no problem remembering God and calling on God when our world is in a crisis? Have you ever noticed that? Have you ever noticed that when your world gets flipped upside down, you have no problem remembering who God is and calling on God? Have you ever noticed that we have no problem remembering God when we're going through storms in life? Have you ever noticed that we have no problem remembering God when we're going through battles in our life? Here's the problem, friend. Sometimes when the crisis is over and sometimes after the, st the storm is calmed, sometimes after the battle is over and, and the, the sun comes back out and, and things start to look up again, sometimes if we're not careful, we can forget who God is and we can forget what he's done for us. I know I've been guilty of that. I know I've been guilty of it. I'll be transparent right now and tell you, I know I have been guilty of that. And if you would be honest, I'm sure you could say that you've done the same thing. You have forgot at times. After, you, after he brought you through the storm, after he brought you through the crisis, after he brought you through the battle, and everything starts to look good again, you kind of slip away. And what I call, you start suffering from spiritual amnesia, where you forget who God is. We, we forget God uh, helped us and carried us through some... Uh, trying times we forget God uh, he healed us we forget that God protected us from this virus we forget God provided for us when we didn't have job or have uh, income coming into our homes we forget those things and the lesson here that Moses is teaching these people is the same lesson that God wants to teach us today that we never forget who God is and we never forget what he's done for us in our life never forget friend Never forget. Whether you're in the wilderness, never forget. Whether you've already made it into this next season and now you're in the promised land, never forget what God has done for you and for who he is. And Moses just, there's a few things that Moses shared here to these people 
that I want to highlight to you that we can just be encouraged from today. The first thing I want to tell you is uh, we need to remember God's greatness. We need to remember God's greatness. Moses reminded God's people. He said, listen, he carried them in this history lesson, and he reminded them of God's greatness. He says, listen, you've been through some great battles. You've been through some great tests. You have faced some great giants in your life. But don't ever forget that God is greater than anything that you're ever going to face. Don't ever forget that God is greater. He's greater. I love what the psalmist said in Psalm 145.3. He's pouring out his heart. The psalmist is pouring out his heart. And he says, great is the Lord. Great is the Lord and most worthy of praise. And listen to what he says here. His greatness no one can fathom. His greatness no one can fathom. Friend, we don't even have a clue truly of God's greatness. All I can tell you is, is God's word says that he is great and no one can fathom his greatness. And I just want to just encourage the church today. Listen, never forget, as you travel through the wilderness, don't ever forget, friend, that you have the most high God. You have uh, the mighty God whose greatness no one can fathom. You got his presence with you. No matter what you're walking through, His presence is with you. We have a great God that is leading us and guiding us through this crisis in our life. We have this great God protecting us and, and helping us with the things that we face in our life. We have a great God that is fighting our battles for us today, friend. Listen to me. God is great, and no one can fathom His greatness. Hallelujah. One of the main reasons that God's people were in the wilderness. One of the main reasons they wandered for 40 years is because they kept forgetting about God's greatness. They kept forgetting. They, they forgot how God had performed great miracles in their life, how he had sent the great miracle of the plagues to deliver them out of Egypt. They forgot how God had done a great miracle by opening up the Red Sea. They forgot about the times that God had done a great miracle and provided manna to feed them and water from the hard rock. Friend, listen, our God is a God who does great miracles. Hallelujah. Can you say amen right there where you are? He's a God who does great miracles. Even when you're in the wilderness, you can experience the greatness of God. Hallelujah. And you may be in the wilderness today, that place of uncertainty. I want to just encourage you, listen, if you're walking through the wilderness today, remember God's greatness. Never forget the miracles of God. That's what happened to Job. Job was a man who had walked through the wilderness. He, he, he lost almost everything. He was walking through the wilderness of grief and pain because of the loss of, of his children. He was walking through the wilderness of suffering. He was walking through the wilderness of losing his wealth. He was walking through the wilderness of confusion. This man was in the wilderness like many of you this morning that are watching online. That's where you are. And Job was there. He was there. And he knows what it's like to be in that place. And he got so distraught and so messed up because of everything going on in his life. He forgot God. He, he just failed to remember God's greatness. And so this conversation happens between God and Jonah. I mean, excuse me, I'm sorry. Between God and uh, Job. And while they're there, I know sometimes when we're going through the wilderness in our life, we have these questions that we have for God. And, and I've been there. I know I have where we question why this happened and, and why that happened in our life. 
We question those things, but friend, listen, we question God, but we see here that God had some questions for Job. He had some questions for Job, and he said, Job, listen, where, where were you when I laid the foundations of the earth? Where were you, Job, when I did all that? You weren't there, Job. I was the one that did that. And God said, where were you, Job, when, when, I, when I shut in the sea uh, with doors? And where were you, Job, when I made the lights and the sky and the, and the stars? And where were you, Job, when I made the rain and the snow and the hell? And, and he's reminding Job of his greatness. And, and he goes to this long list and he reminds Job. And Job finally comes to the conclusion. He says, I know, I know, God, you're great. And I know you can do great things and nothing is too hard for you. And friends, sometimes God has to remind us that he's great. And that's what God did for Job. And listen to me. And this is what Job was saying. He's saying that God is great and he can do great things. And you need to remember that today, friend. The greatness of God. Don't forget the greatness of God. He can do all things and nothing is too hard for our great God. Remember God's greatness. The second thing I want to tell you that we see here in this passage in Deuteronomy is remember God's deliverance. The psalmist went on to say in Psalm 3:8, from the Lord, from the Lord comes deliverance. Aren't you thankful today that the Lord delivers us? Hallelujah. Moses reminded these Israelites to never forget how God delivered them out of Egypt. Don't ever forget how God delivered you out of the Red Sea. Don't ever forget how God delivered you out of the wilderness. We serve a God today who can deliver you. He can deliver. What do you need to be delivered from today, friend? What is it that you need to be delivered from? Do you need to be delivered from sin? Do you, do you have some secret sin that you've been struggling with? God can deliver you from that. He can set you free today. Hallelujah. Are you, do you need to be delivered from depression? Do you need to be delivered from prejudice? Do you need to be delivered from jealousy, complaining, fault-finding? What, what do you need to be delivered from today? Maybe it's fear in your life. I just want to encourage you, friend, that you need to remember that God can deliver you. He can deliver you from whatever it is that you're facing in your life today. And I love what Moses was uh, encouraging these people. He's, he's telling them, listen... He's preaching to them that the only way, the only way out of your uh, present situation sometimes is for you to, to look back and play back those things that happened in the past. Because when you do that, that builds up your faith and that helps you to get through those things in your life. To play back in your mind how God delivered you. I bet if we just asked you right there where you are, could you play back some times where God delivered you? You could really share some powerful testimony right now. Like David. You remember a few weeks ago, I shared with you how David was standing before Goliath the giant, and he was about to fight this giant. He was facing a crisis. What does David do before he begins to fight? He, he does a playback in his mind, and he remembers some things. And he remembers when he was tending his father's flock, and how the lion and the bear would come out after the, the sheep. And he says he would fight them off. And it says that he, he seized them by the hair and struck them and killed them. And then he went on to say to uh, that giant, you know, I'll take you down, giant, because you're defying the armies of the living God. In other words, David was saying, I'm playing back in my mind what God did in the past, and I know right now in the present God's going to deliver me again hallelujah he's going to deliver me again don't you ever forget friend <clears throat> that God delivered that how God delivered you and brought you through like David we need to play back some things 
So our faith will rise up. I know many of us, we've, had, we've been hit hard and our, and our faith has uh, been uh, questioned maybe at times and we've seen it kind of weaken. But I'm telling you, friend, if you'll just begin to play back in your mind what God has done for you in the past, your faith will rise up to trust Him for what you're going through. I tell you, this past week, uh, for me personally, I don't know, it's just been one of, you ever had one of those weeks where everything that could go wrong would go wrong? You ever had one of those weeks where everything that you touched broke and everything you said seemed to backfire? Well, that was one of those kind of weeks. And, and sometimes you go through those things and, and, and you're, uh, you get discouraged. But I want to tell you, friend, I had to do some playback on Thursday. I was just doing some playback in my mind, reminding and remembering God and what he had done for me. And I remembered, you know what I had to do? I had to remember how the Lord saved my life and saved my soul. I had to remember how he came and rescued me so I wouldn't have to go to hell and now I can go to heaven. I, I remembered all those times when I was running and living in the world when I should have ended up in jail or ended up in prison or ended up dead. I, I remember those times, and I'll never forget how God came in and delivered me and set me free from those strongholds in my life. Hallelujah. I'll never forget how God saved my marriage. I'll never forget how God comforted our family and brought us through some very dark and discouraging seasons that we've walked through. I will remember those times. I'll never forget the times when I felt like uh, waving the, uh, the white flag and giving up and quitting. I'll never forget the times that God has come alongside and just given the strength and the power to keep going and keep going, friend. You've got to play those things back in your mind so you can keep going and knowing that God will deliver you and God will help you. Hallelujah. When I remember, <clears throat> my faith rises up and reminds me that I serve a great and mighty God that's going to help me no matter what wilderness that I'm walking through in my life. Where in the world would you be today if God had not delivered you? Come on, friend, where would you be at today? Some of you would, uh, some of you would be still in the world. Some of you would, uh, you might be in a mental hospital. You might be in jail. Some of you would might be uh, in a cemetery somewhere. If God had not showed up and delivered you from where you are, where would you be today if God hadn't brought you through? Has God brought you through some things? Hallelujah. If he has, why don't you just comment right there and say, Thank you, Lord, for bringing me through when I was. And you can just fill in the blank. It'll be a testimony to somebody today. Hallelujah. I'll never forget how God has brought me through. He brought me through some places, and I know he's brought you through some places. Can you say praise God? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Listen, I'm about to close this thing down here in just a second. God's people, God's people must never forget how God has brought them through the wilderness. Friend, don't ever forget that. Don't ever forget that God has brought you through. Don't forget who he is, and don't forget what he's brought you through. Because, listen, here's the truth. God will bring you through. He'll bring you through some wilderness places because he has something better for you on the other side. It may not, you may not see that right now, but God will bring you through the wilderness to get you to another place in life, another season where he has something better for you. I believe that when we get through what we're going through now, we're all going to come out stronger and better on the other side. Do you believe that? I hope you do. I believe we're going to come out because God has something better for us on the other side. But in the meantime, as we journey through life, listen, there's going to be some trials. Man, there's going to be some painful experiences along the way as we walk in this life. All of us have encountered them, some more than others. 
But listen, it's going to be worth it. Listen, don't give up. Don't quit. Listen, God is great. Remember that he's great. Remember he will deliver you. Remember that he's bringing you through to get you to another place. Don't give up because it's going to be worth it in the very end. It's going to be worth it, friend. Don't give up. You keep trusting the Lord. Even as you transition into this new season in your life, keep trusting in the Lord. And remember his deliverance. And the last thing I want to tell you is remember God's love. Remember God's love. The Bible says that God is love. John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Aren't you thankful today that God loves you? He loves you, friend. Listen, on Memorial Day, we remember. But the greatest memorial for all of us is the cross of Jesus Christ. When we look to the cross, it should be a message to all of us to remind us and make us to remember that God, He loves us. He loves us. He loves each and every one of us, no matter how messed up, no matter how broken we may be. It don't matter. God loves us. And He sent His one and only Son, Jesus, to come and die for us so we could have everlasting life. Hallelujah. That's so encouraging. It's so encouraging to know that Jesus loves you. Romans 5 eight says that God demonstrated his own love toward us, that while we were sinners, that Christ died for us. 1 John 3.16 says this is how we know what love is, that Jesus Christ laid down his life for us. Listen, when you look to the cross, we should be reminded of the love of God. I can only rem- think about what Paul said to the Ephesians. I wonder if they were forgetting about the love of God. Because in his prayer to them, Paul, in the New Testament, he comes to the Ephesians and he begins to pray for them. And it's a prayer for them to remember. And I love what he says. Paul looks at those believers and he says, listen, remember. Remember these words. He says, listen, remember how wide, how long, how high and deep is the love of Christ. Remember that. You know what he's giving you a picture of? He's giving you a picture of the cross. Don't forget that Jesus loves you. Look to the cross every time, friend. You're walking into this new season in your life. Don't you ever doubt, friend, that God doesn't love you. He loves you. He loves you with an everlasting love. And he wants to put his arms around you today and love on you and help you and give you peace and give you the strength that you need. Not because we deserve it, Our righteousness is like filthy rags. But he loves us. And he can remove all the unrighteousness out of our life. He can purify us, cleanse us, and make us whole. Because he loves us. He loves you. He loves you. Tell you, my goal would be to let somebody every day know just Jesus loves you. And I'm here to tell you, whoever's watching online, that Jesus loves you. And he was the greatest sacrifice. The greatest sacrifice. We, we, we honor our fallen heroes who sacrificed everything. But friend, Jesus paid it all. Because he loves you. And here's what he wants you to do. He wants you to respond. His great love demands a response. How will you respond? Well, I know what the Lord wants you to do. He wants you to repent and turn from your sin. And he wants you to put your trust in him. 
And he wants you to begin to live for him and follow him all the days of your life. That's what he wants. And I hope that's what you want, is to live for Christ and to follow him so you can have a home in heaven. Right there where you are, you may be watching today and maybe you've drifted away from God or maybe you've never had a relationship with him. I want to lead you in a prayer and right now, you can make things right with the Lord. Right there in your living room, right there wherever you may be at the beach right now or the lake. I don't know where you are, but God knows where you are. And you can just give it all to him right now. Pray with me. Just pray this prayer right now. I want you to pray this prayer. If you're ready to make that decision to follow Jesus Christ, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. You can just say, dear Jesus. I am a sinner, and I need to be saved. I, I, I need you to forgive me of my sins. I believe that you died on the cross so my sins could be forgiven. I believe that you rose from the dead. And today, right now, as I'm tuned in online, listening, God, you're working on my heart, and I'm making a decision to turn from my sin. I'm turning from my sin, and I'm turning to you, Jesus, to be my Lord and to be my Savior right now in the mighty name of Jesus. I, I receive you into my life. I make a decision to follow after you. From now on, I'm going to just be fully surrendered to you, Jesus. I need you to save me. Forgive me of my sins and give me new life and a new home in heaven. The Bible says that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God. That one must be born again in order to receive the kingdom of God. And friend, the question is, have you been born again? That means a spiritual birth where you've just, right there where you are, you've made that decision to surrender who you are, your soul, to Jesus Christ so he can be your Lord and Savior. Do it right now. Do it right now. I accept you, Christ, into my life to be my Savior. Amen. Amen. Friend, listen, if you prayed that prayer and have accepted Jesus Christ into your life, I want right there where you are over the last few weeks we've encouraged anyone who's made that decision just, just type in the comments and say say I prayed that prayer maybe it's for the first time or maybe it's a rededication back to the Lord but friend it's serious business it's about your soul and just type in there right now I, I prayed that prayer today let us know so we can encourage you and most of all that we can pray for you and I promise you we're going to pray for you so thank you for doing that right now and I just want to encourage our church and friend if you're going through a, a wilderness right now just be reminded that God is walking with you just, just remember that God is great. Remember that he, will, he has the power to deliver you. And remember that God loves you. You're not alone. You're not alone. He's walking with you. You're going to relaunch into this new season and through this transition. And you're going to see God do a great work in your life. I declare that now in Jesus' name over you and your family and over your situation. Glory to God. Glory to God. Let me pray for you. Father, I pray for every family watching right now. Some are in the wilderness, Lord. And Lord, I just pray they would be reminded today and they would never forget, never forget, let them never forget who you are and what you're able to do. That you're, God, you're able to do a great work and you're able to deliver no matter what we go through and bring us through some 
some valleys in our life. You're able to bring us through. And Lord, help us to never forget, most of all, your love that you demonstrated to us by sending your son Jesus, even while we were sinners. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. And may you just meet the needs and perform miracles over everyone watching right now. We declare it in your name, Jesus. In the name of Jesus, we pray. And all of God's people said amen.